Welcome to the Sons and Daughters podcast. I am your host, Arden Bevere, and today we have a very special podcast. We have an interview with an NFL quarterback, Derek Carr. So my wife, Christian, and I are sitting down and we are talking all about the Rise Covenant. Derek talks about what it means for him as he is playing football. So here's the interview with Derek Carr. Hey guys, we're here at the Altar Conference with none other than Derek Carr. And we're so excited just to get to know you, get to talk about what's going on in this big, beautiful arena. So first and foremost, what is it like being back here where you played football and now you're here doing a conference? Like what's the nostalgia and all that? You know, what, uh, what is really cool for me is obviously since I was a little boy, I felt called to play football. Um, you know, I, I, if you ask me as early as I can remember, what are you going to do when you grow up? I'd be one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game. You know, you know and all my elementary teachers are like, okay, now pick something serious, like a doctor or, you know, something to work for, right? And, uh, and I, I knew I was going to do that. And coming here to Fresno, I was able to leave a mark and play good enough to where, you know, my brother and my, my name is on the stadium. They retired our jersey, all these kind of cool things. And, like, that stuff is, like, cool, but... I think that the the lasting impression, like someday that's going to fade away. Like someday that'll get rusty and someday they may even take it off because he's too old. Like we don't need this up anymore, right? But something that can happen with a conference like this, as we all know, is eternity matters and how people's lives can change and not only just their life, but for generations to come. And so to be able to leave a mark like this, to have a thought, an idea, a dream that God placed in my heart and to be able to see it come to fruition, I think that this is what's really cool for me to come back is this is something that's going to leave more of an impact than anything I ever did playing football. This is going to be something uh, left in this city. Like we're going to see the you know, the, the, the fruits of, of this conference, the decisions that people are going to make to follow Christ, to get their lives right, all those kind of things, 30, 40, 50, and plus years down the road, you know. And, uh, you know, I'm, I think that that's what I'm excited about. It's fun to be home. It's fun to be back, you know, where I went to college and stuff like that. But I, I think the coolest part for me is knowing that people are going to feel the love of Christ that I felt for the first time in their hearts. I think that's the cool part. Yeah, we, um, we talked about like kind of the nostalgia of this and you meeting, as you said, meeting your wife here. I, I mean, what, what's kind of, kind of the hope for every single person walking away from this conference? You know, we talked, we talked about, you know, the sons and daughters of God um, really walking in the fullness of what that means. And what do you, what do you want to see from everyone coming from this conference, like walking away with? As soon as I started trying to dream this thing out, as soon as I started to see people coming in and then leaving, you know, as I started to picture it, you know, I've already been here, right? I've already seen this played over hundreds of times in my head. Um, and the thing that I just kept seeing is people leaving differently than they came in. However that is, that's different for all of us, right? Some of us are farther along in our walks. Some of us don't even have a walk with God, you know? And I think the cool thing for me is, as I just get to watch, I love watching. You know, I just love to sit back. I'm, I may be in the rafters somewhere, like just watching, you know, what God is doing because um, people are going to come in to hear so-and-so speak. They're going to come in to listen to so-and-so sing. You know, they're going to come in uh, with a different mindset. Maybe they are coming in for the right reasons, but I know that in the presence of God, things can shift and things can change. And in just one moment, you know, he can heal a body. In one moment, he can change a heart. In one moment, he can change the course of your direction just in one moment in his presence. And I think the cool thing is, is watching people come and receive that and leave completely different people. Like when they leave this building, they're going to stop listening to 
some of the things they're listening to. They're going to stop going to some of the places they're going to. They're going to stop hanging out with some of the people that they're hanging out with. Like following Jesus comes at a cost. Like it's going to, you have to die to yourself to let Christ reign in your life. And I think that's what's exciting for me. Um, not only just that, but the fact that it's home, right? Like when I come to Fresno, I hope to be at the gas station someday and someone who has no clue who I am come up and try and teach me the gospel. Like, cause I heard, they heard about it at the altar conference one time. You know what I mean? And I think that's, what's exciting. Yeah. Well, we love that. And we do. Um, I mean, I talked to you a little bit about the rise covenant and kind of what, what things that we're trying to do. And we really feel like that's similar heartbeat to what you're talking about. And so I wanted to ask you specifically about the I am holy. And in the, the statement actually says, I am holy, so I stand out from the crowd. And we just wanted to ask you, you know, inside of your world, inside of your, your sphere of influence, what does that look like for you? Oh, man. Um, you know, people, some people will look at like the main things, right? Well, he doesn't drink that or smoke that or he doesn't cheat on his wife and things like that. Well, that's, those are givens, right? Like I'm not, I just don't do that. Right. Um, uh, you know, maybe before I was a Christian, I did some of those things, right. Before I knew, uh, before I had a girlfriend, I, they were all just my friends, right? Like, you know, like all that kind of stuff, just being silly young boy. And, um, I think all of those things now, those really aren't things that people see in my life, right? That's the easy things. But I think what it, what goes to even more of it is just trying to walk with God on a daily basis, not just on Sundays. Someone asked me earlier, at the pastor's luncheon. He's an 18-year-old, uh, you know, he's playing football, and he's asking me, you know, advice, right? I get that all the time. Give me some advice. Like, what's the trick, you know? And I said, just do right consistently longer than everybody else. Like, that, I think that that's the key, honestly. Like, the, you have to outwork everybody. You've got to have some kind of talent and gifting. You know, you've got to have that kind of stuff. But just do right longer than everybody else. I think that God has given us all talents, abilities, um, characteristics. Uh, he's placed a treasure in all of our hearts that is uniquely different. You know, there's something different than everyone has to bring, right? And I think that in order to get that out, we have to honor him and say, I honor what you've given me. And I'm going to stand out in this way that I'm not going to just go in with the crowd and cut corners and do this. I'm going to be excellent in everything that I do. I'm going to do, I'm going to take the hard path. I'm going to trust the process that you're putting me on. Um, and I think that is what separates you. Standing out from the crowd, you know, if someone's going to a certain place and you're not going, well, obviously you're standing away from the crowd. But I also think that just in everyday life, doing right when nobody's looking, right? I think the things that only God can see uh, that you hope that he doesn't, but he can, you know, like uh, it's doing right in those moments just are just as important, if not more than doing it right in front of other people. And I think that's what separates. Let me just add on to that because we, I, I love like everything you just said and, and we talk so much about, you know, it's not, it's not this legalistic, like you don't, you don't do the things because it's like the Bible says to you do it because it's the evidence that's being shown through you and because of the nature that God's placed inside of you. And, and I mean, we know from just honestly, just a little short while that we've talked to you. And I, I remember the first interview I think I saw of you after you got a contract, you were like, they were like, what is, what's the first thing you're going to do? And you're like, first I'm going to tithe. And I was like, I'm like, I'm going to tithe. And you're like, that's, that's it. And it was just like, it was your, your second nature response. It wasn't something you're like, well, I got to tithe. Like that's, that's part of the Bible says I've got to tithe. It's like, no, because, because I am a, a son or daughter of God or son of God, I, I'm, you know, this is, this is what I'm going to do. And so I love that, but here, I'll let you sorry to take it from <laughs> you. And just going off of that, what you're saying is what's cool to me is, uh, you know, so many times we see people 
going after the success because that's what God wants for them or going after the healing because that's what the God wants for them. And it's like, you know, that we go after these things instead. Why don't we just go after Christ? Why don't we just pursue him? And the, all of those things will just fall into place, right? Um, you know, just running after him. You know, he is the prize. You know, he is the meal set before us, right? You know, he's the, he, he is the feast, right? And so, uh, you know, as the Bible says, there's a story where uh, the, the breadcrumbs falling, they say that even the dogs can have a crumb from your table right? Well, if the crumb was healing for her daughter, then what's the feast? It's Jesus, right? The feast sitting on the table. If a crumb is healing, then Jesus has to be the feast. And so as we run to him and as we go after him, I think all of those things fall in line. Yeah, I love that. I love that very much. You've mentioned that you were raised in you know, a Christian home and again, a good upbringing and you've had a walk with Christ. Um, what do you do when you're in your trials of your life? Like, what does that look like for you in a personal walk? Oh man, you know, uh, one thing for me is Christ has always been the same. Like he's, he's never, he's never up and down. It's never like this. He's always there and he's always constant while life is going like this, as we all know, right? Up and down, right? You guys are just married. So it's like, oh my goodness, this is awesome, right? But I'm sure you guys have been through some times where you're like, oh man, that wasn't so awesome. I can't believe that he said that, you know? Like, yeah, right? I can't believe he didn't take the trash out when I thought he should have, right? That's, that, that's the one. If I don't throw anything away, how do I know the trash is full? No, I'm just kidding. But we all have highs and lows, but the one thing is Christ remains the same. So it's not just running to him when things are good and saying thank you. It's not just running to him when things are bad saying please help. It's a constant daily devotion to spending time with him. Like that's what being a Christian is. Like he wants, he doesn't just want your job. He doesn't just want your heart. He doesn't just want your mind or your eyes or your hands, or your feet. He wants everything. He wants to impact everything. So I think for me, staying grounded and staying level, like people all the time say, man, this is going on. This is going on. Like, how do you stay? I'm almost, I'm almost oblivious to it because I'm just walking with him. Like, that's just where we're at. You know what I mean? If I'm in a dry season, that means, well, the rain's on its way, you know? And if it's a lot, if there's some, some rain coming out, man, I'm just going to be thankful, right? And just continue to just stay in his peace. I think that that's what it's really about. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this interview with Derek Carr. It was amazing. Such a great opportunity for us to be able to sit down and talk with him. This is just one of many interviews that we are doing around the Rise Covenant. If you guys are new to the channel, please make sure to subscribe, leave a like, leave a comment. We love hearing from you guys and we'll see you next time.